I thought you was going to start using your vape. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to order one. CBD. That would have been hilarious. I don't have one. That's why it would be funny. Okay. Juice. I, I have tea today. Mm. Cheers. Cheers. We're gathered here today. <laughs> no one's bad. I'm just joking. I'm just clowning. I, I joke around with you too much. I know. Astro world who get to enjoy, not even astro enthusiasts, anyone who enjoys astrology, curious about astrology. We're about to introduce ourselves. It is 7.52 p.m. in my Virgo voice, straight from East London. My name is Ekor, man of the houses, and I'm chatting to a lovely who's going to introduce herself right now. I'm Melissa, and I'm in Colorado. Yeah, it's Colorado. How's yes. It? All good? It's good. Weather's been good been really warm and then we just get random hits of snow mm. I yeah okay yeah so, so tell me tell, tell us a little bit more about yourself what do you want to know what do you want to know about me i love astrology i love yeah. spirituality and i love helping people that's what's up yep yeah i love the high meaning and and the unconventional or what's deemed an outcast so astrology just seems to be the perfect match for me and here a hundred percent yep so i see you got some nice books in the background i'm not going to pick your brain about every single one of them but oh, you probably you, know. you probably have half of them you probably have all of them i've got, I've got a few i just don't yeah. have it in the background like most scholars you know that's the whole scholar vibe but um you, know, you just see half the adinkra symbols. I don't know if the screen can fit them in, but just a few adinkra symbols hailing from Ghana. So, you know, that's all. But, so we're going to talk, we're going to do this. Not even this, just a conversation, really. This is what we enjoy doing and talking about things such as astrology and an area of experience that goes by the name of the ninth house. Sound good? I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited that you asked me to do the ninth house because I'm the queen of the ninth house. Queen of the ninth. Did you know? Yeah, you give off ninth house vibes. Okay. You've got those uh, Buddha's daughter vibes. Yeah. Buddha's daughter. How does that sound for a nickname for an alias? <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. So I f what I usually do with houses or areas of development in a zodiac I usually run with a certain mantra or a motto and then the ruling planet, the corresponding element and the sign that it shares themes with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Good. we're coming from the murky depths, the deep penetrative depths, the instinctual, the in instinctual side of life that that seventh natives are sometimes scared to confront the eighth house coming from that up into the open of the ninth so yeah, it's a journey 
it's a journey. And from what I've learned, the motto for that house is I believe. Mm-hmm. And shares themes of Sagittarius, the ninth sign, and its ruling planet Jupiter. Mm-hmm. And tying into the masculine masculine element, fire. And yeah, that's a little about the ninth house. I mean, um, you know, all 12 houses would share themes with the 12 signs to those that are new, basically indicate an area of experience, also a pillar of development that benefits the whole psyche. So what do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I, I feel like the, the transit or the transfer, the journey from the eighth house to the ninth house is a big one. Mm. It's like you're in the sewer, everything's dark, mm. everything's so deep. Yeah. And then you pop out into the ninth house and things have meaning and you, it's like you hit the sunshine. I like that you've hit one of the buzzwords already. I love buzzwords because if you were to do a brainstorm and tie in the houses or signs or planets or aspects, that would definitely be one of the words that would pop up, the meaning. And there's quite a few others as well, you know, the expansive worldview, there's the publishing, there's my part, your part in God's plan, personal image of God or God's plan for you. So much more, you know, just basically law, even the Akashic records, you know, Mm. the Akashic records when dealing with the right side of the brain, where Mercury in the third house are dealing with the puzzle and concrete thinking, we're coming to things such as the all seeing eye. Oh, what does that mean? Oh, it means that. Um, You, funny enough, you outdo me on my post quite a bit. I've noticed that, you know. What? Mm. So, you know, when I did, I did the post on the Aries. Mm-hmm. And it's a good one. How the glyph looks like. It can look like a human's outstretched arms. Yes. You basically said it also looks like the womb as well, which yes. was obviously very fitting with Aries as it ties into the genesis of physical life. Mm-hmm. and Aries being the first mm-hmm. and um, you being you having strong ninth house overtones yourself I hope you don't mind me no you can you can expose my whole chart <laughs> I love yeah. talking about this stuff yeah so I found that really insightful I liked how you looked at it you know so and that's, that's the ninth house has a certain kind of prowess with breaking down symbols or basically piecing together patterns and symbols on the right side of the brain. So whilst everyone is all thinking, oh, the ninth house, it shares themes with Jupiter, with Sagittarius, as in foreign travel, foreigners, and just long haul flights and journeys. Mm-hmm. Nice. No, it's, it's a bit deeper. Ninth house mm-hmm. is deep. Yeah. Yeah. It, to me, to me in the ninth house that's where you start connecting all the dots for Mm. sure and and you can't understand the ninth house without understanding the third what do you think about that yeah polarity polarities yeah 
and I was I was touching down on this a little bit earlier about how relationship is so important. Relationship is a key word in astrology, and it's like you can't really work with one sign, one element, one part of a um, interaction without the other. There's always going to be an interaction. You know, there's always, yeah. even if there isn't a planetary conversation, for example, two planets opposite each other or fused right, directly with each other, you've also got in more complex matters, the houses. So let's say, for example, me, I've got, I'm just remembering my chart again. <laughs> <laughs> Did me help you out? I think I have it around here somewhere. So I've got Libra on the cusp of my fifth house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now let's say if I didn't have a planet in there, there's also a sort of relationship with the door. Libra being on the cusp of the fifth house, because uh, to those that are new, translating that starry language, what that would basically imply is that that Libra is the approach and also the description of the activities that go on in that area of life development. Yeah, so, like you said, it's the door. Did you say that? Or I was thinking? Yeah, yeah, the door, okay. the door. Yeah, absolutely. The door to the house, literally. And mm -hmm. if there wasn't any pl planets in there or what we call un untenanted houses, we could basically say, okay, where's the planetary ruler? The planet that rules the, the sign of that door to the house, you know? Mm -hmm. Venus okay Venus is over there that in itself is a relationship so there's relationships in so many ways so that's that's just that's my it's my favorite part and it's probably because I'm so ninth house I love tracking mm. I love tracking the themes yeah and I can't understand it unless I track it I love that yeah love that have you got any planets in the third house third mm. no I have cancer there Ah, cancer on the cusp. Okay. So okay. then we go and we look to the moon. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. It's like chasing these motherfuckers around. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's nice though. I just look at it as a puzzle. You know, the big is a big Gemini part of me that just loves the puzzle to it all. So, um, I think what helps as well is the myths, the myths and examples. For me, what I like to do, I like to basically see which character from a film that I know or a myth that I may have heard of to correlate it, to get a better understanding, higher meaning of the house of the higher meaning itself. Mm -hmm. you know, so. Oh my God, I do it every day. I can't have a conversation with a stranger without thinking what their ascendant might be because they look, look a certain way or they speak a certain way. So I'm constantly, you know, it's like mm. once you dive into astrology, you can't go back. Cool. You can't not, you can't not connect it with everything. Can't unsee what you see now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what makes, what do you think makes the ninth house so much? indifferent from the others so bespoke from the others do you think it's a slept on house or mm. see this will be this will be interesting to get 
your opinion about my opinion because mm. I tend like the way I pull this all together, I tend to put the ninth house, Jupiter and Sagittarius all together. It's like a soup. Mm-hmm. I blend it all together when I'm talking about the ninth house. Yeah. So I may not be exactly correct, but I feel like it's, it's that higher meaning and it's absolutely necessary to, to dive into that portion of the chart and to that portion of your psyche to create the life that you came here to live. Love that. And I don't know, is that ninth house? Absolutely. I think that's all of it. Absolutely. But absolutely. I think it's very important because it kind of shares approaches of Aquarius as well in a sense of, I've, you see, I've got, um, I've got a few quotes that tie to the ninth house as well. For example, inquiring minds want to know. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll say that to say this. It's like, we all have our preconditioned models, what we've been taught from law to philosophy, certain facets of life, religion especially. Religion's a big part of the ninth house. And we've got the gospel, we've got the Bible, we've got the Quran, we've got the Torah, so many books books on spirituality as well now do we just say yes i agree and that's what i'm going to follow do we look at a higher meaning what looking for looking for a higher truth or do we have our personal what it means to us part of it is is it like a fingerprint perception of beliefs and philosophies and religion so I feel that the, pers- the personal God is a, is, is a big ninth house giveaway to successfully mm-hmm. navigating that pillar of development. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I just made a video on this, or I, I touched mm. base on it. The Aries concept, I'm, I'm getting random here, but the Aries concept, it's like the soul moves into the body. The soul clicks into the body. Yeah. And then I went in to talk about the God concept. When, when we're little, we're just taught that God's on the outside of us. Yeah. And we have to obey him. And we have to abide by him. And we have to do all the things that are good to be as holy as possible mm-hmm. in his eyes. And it's backwards. I mean, I'm not saying that the people who believe that are wrong but the, the depth of it, it, at least in my experience, is that God is inside of me. And so it just gives another layer of that ninth house. And so it's a whole, like the ninth house is a whole journey within itself, just because yeah. of the God concept. Absolutely. It's interesting because it ties in with the, as, as above, so below, as within, so without. And, you know, sometimes we, spend so much time looking out for what's inside they say like we've got an inner cosmos and everything but it's that awkward moment because you, you're dealing with the personification of the supreme being the creator and for you to say like if i went around just saying hey you know i've got god in me i'm god <laughs> They'll be like, you better watch your mouth and you might get your ass kicked down the stairs. Or I something. know, <laughs> you know because, I mean? <laughs> because through their perception, that sounds crazy. Mm. 
And that sounds egotistical. Absolutely. But it's not, at least where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Check me if check yeah. me if I'm wrong. No, no, no. It's, it's, <laughs> exactly. You see you see a lot of a lot of back backed up quotes and everything and um a much higher view, expansive. I mean Jupiter, that's what Jupiter did, you know, Zeus, it was just see the expansive view. So yeah. Yeah, and that expansive view is so necessary in holding a vision of the life you want. Absolutely. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm not I'm not into being a victim to like narrow mindedness. There you go. That's <laughs> all, all you all you non nine thousands you've been warned, you know? Oh, I know. And I think a lot of times people get annoyed. They're like, oh God, she's so optimistic. Even those, even those people that know I have problems and I fully state what they are when they come up, but I still go back to the faith. I always have faith that life is working out for me and God wants me to be happy. Love it. And that whole involvement, or as you said in one of your stories, participation, and I thought we yes. had a synchronized moment because I thought of participation the other day. So it's like, if I had to say one word to assign to astrology, participation. Hell yeah. And until you, until you get that, yeah. you're just following someone else's words and Absolutely. you're not going to get it. There you go. Ninth house, done. <laughs> but that's it. And that involvement of God or the Most High, the Creator, a large jar, whatever you want to call that, supreme being that involvement is going nowhere right right Mm. because it's a relationship and a magnetism Mm. it's that whole bridegroom thing that we learned about and we were like what the fuck does that mean you probably knew you you were very in touch with the religion on a higher level you came in like that yeah with sagittarius south node Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right do you agree born catholic as well yeah and Past life wise, yeah, I like to subscribe to the fact that I had a past life and yeah, you know, there were some religious or spiritual connotations. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know what thread I was getting off on with that one, but what would you say what is your what is on the cusp of your ninth house? What is the in okay to step away from doing all the jargon and starry language, what is your style to navigating the ninth house? Mm, it's, um, oh, that's a good question. What's my style? Yeah, so if I were to translate that, obviously to you, you know, that's just basically what's on the cusp of your ninth house. I take it seriously. Yeah, I can tell. Oh, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder, I wonder, what, I wonder what sign that could be. It's my life's work. Yeah. Someone guess what what is on the cusp of my ninth house? Capricorn. Capricorn. So yeah. serious. Oh yeah. And I don't want to do any work like like a nine to five without spirituality. I mean, I can mm-hmm. infuse it, of course, because I am me. Yeah. But okay. I really, I really love doing work in the world for others, serving myself and others. Um, in that ninth house arena. If, if I'm not doing it, I feel really blah. I love that. 
it's interesting because I've got planets in the sixth house, which is also a house of service as well. But there's something different between those two. Interestingly enough, put them two together, relationship-wise, again, this isn't written down or nothing, but put them together, you get the six and the nine, six, nine, yin, yang. Mm -hmm. And they're both helpful teachers in certain, in, in different ways. There's the Mercury mm -hmm. way and there's the Jupiter way. But um, mm -hmm. Virgo is quite minuscule in comparison. Mm -hmm. It's very microscope, you know, mm -hmm. microscopial. And that's a paradox because yeah. we, we're living our life and we, if you have any concept of having a vision and also doing what's right in front of you, you have to do what's right in front of you in order to move closer to your vision. Yes. So they work together. Mm -hmm. They do. I like that thought. I'll tell you why. Because, so I have my, I have Aquarius on the sign on, on the cusp of the ninth house, which basically means I have an Aquarian approach to navigating this area of life that pertains to all the activities to do with, you know, shares themes of Jupiter, Sagittarius and the mutable fire element. Yeah. Now with Aquarius being on the cusp or that style of approach is it basically implies that There's an unusual, there's, there's, a unusual, there's an interest in the unusual mm -hmm. studies, studies as well, higher education. So, you know, what I learned at, at university was not common like other people. And then mm -hmm. going to London School of Astrology, you know, that's the Aquarian, that's Aquarian as well. And also mm -hmm. just being interested in astrology itself. But then here's where the beat drops between the correlation between the ninth and the sixth house, the ruler or the traditional ruler of that ninth house is in the sixth house. Mm. I've got Uranus in the sixth house tying into my Mars as well. So, you know, so it's like a mutual reception. So there's like a blend and a flow between the two. Yeah. It, 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 what it is, is um, that the sign on the cusp will basically show the approach or the activities that go on, but the ruler will show more information, factual information. And it's that studying or teaching or guru that I do is unconventional. And mm -hmm. Uranus, you know, astrology comes under the, the Uranus umbrella. You know, it's just got to be something for the wider collective. That's, I know what I'm here to do. Mm -hmm. Similarly to you for the wider collective. Um, it's just a bit strange because I'm coming from the pit. I'm coming from the pit of the, um, of the horoscope, you know, the, mm -hmm. I, the, the IC, the fourth house, sharing themes of cancer, which is real deep, not born, born around midnight. So right. I'm coming, I'm stepping into the light. It takes, yes. a, takes a while. And if you know, um, some Cancerians are water signs. They're not so forthright to go to the middle of the dance floor. They might just cut through from the corners gradually. Eventually, they'll get to the center of the dance floor. They'll be like, oh, there he is. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's me in a way. You know, I'm coming out of that dark pit, coming into the light. It's basically 
spread awareness and yeah. get people to participate and how to use this form of diagnostic to bring about some healing with themselves and clear away what seems like chaos in their life. Yeah. Well, cancer is such a vulnerable sign too, just in the way like you, cancer can feel so much. Mm. And so, and there's so much going on. The world is so busy. Yeah. So of course a cancer would, would rather, you know, herm, like hermit down and just do, you know, do the depth instead of be out. Yeah. You feel a lot. Yeah. yeah. Be private. Yeah. Private about it. Yeah. But, you, but the cool thing with bringing your light to the, to the world, like more publicly is that you have a depth that not everyone has. Absolutely. So that gets to shine too. Hell yeah. But like you said, it takes longer. It does. I, uh, mm. Getting off track a little bit. My fourth house, Leo. I've not, I've not always been very comfortable, even though I have a ninth house son. Mm. I've not always been comfortable showing myself. And I wonder if there's some sort of connection because the Leo is down at the bottom. Absolutely. From yeah. looking from an evolutionary standpoint, especially wherever there's prominent Leo, that's got to be taken into consideration. And the fifth yeah. house and the fifth house as well. So All right. Yeah. The sun where Leo is and the fifth house. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. For that self-actualization, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The Virgo moon. It's like, we just like to be behind the scenes doing like basically running the show behind the scenes. Mm. <laughs> Doing it well though. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking on shining and the sun, the sun in the ninth house is juicy, especially with the sun tying into the core mission or central themes of development of the self, you know, that, that process of development. How do you feel that, that part of the psyche, the sun, How does it benefit the sun doing work experience in the ninth house for the um, sake of the greater, greater psyche? Well, I feel like any theme of the house that your sun is in will light your sun up even more. Mm. So it benefits my son tremendously to, to do ninth house work, whether it's astrology or finding higher meaning or finding God. Mm. All of that. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, that too. And but so, but here's an interesting thing. My son is also conjunct Jupiter. So I get like an extra blast of this whole ninth house situation. So and I can't, I can't help but be like, I must, I must share this stuff, you know? Yeah. Like I can't be quiet for too long. No. I think that's a love, I think that's a nice student teacher kind of tying into that relationship word again you know maybe the more you the more you teach the better student you become of life because a hundred percent yes mm, that happens i feel it's so important to keep it moving with regards to sagittarian energy in the ninth house otherwise there will be drudgery you will not get to encounter people's models See where people are at with their models mm -hmm. of their 
of mindsets mm-hmm. unless you you know you're on a mission you're on a you're on a journey you know you're on that nomad journey just exploring people's mindsets you know yes but if you just know one person it's sort of like you just know one mindset i guess yes so the movements is, is so important but um yeah the student teacher you know the more you the more you teach the more you put yourself out to you might get more questions and find out the mindset of that person go back to the drawing board i do that but then also yeah. conversely it's like the more you study as well naturally the more progressive your teaching becomes mm-hmm. yeah it's very connected i was just thinking as you were talking the even just doing an astrology reading mm. who who becomes attracted to me like whoever that is on the other side yeah. they're bringing stuff that i'm already working on mm-hmm. and so it ends up there even though they're paying me to give them guidance and to point them back to themselves, I still learn something from it. I don't know if it's because I look at life as a school, like everything is teaching me something. Oh yeah, same. But when you come in contact with another person, you can't help but to learn from them, even if it's a trigger. Each one teach one, right? Yeah. So it definitely, uh, it deepens that, student teacher experience yeah. you see so already it's you basically give off that you have a uh, a humble approach when it comes to the ninth house and being well educated and also a scholar as well and a teacher you know that that guru energy very humble because like you said you're still willing to learn i love that i love that you can learn of people yeah, because the truth is, like going into that that humble side, the truth yeah. is you're your own guru. And if you're selling readings and if you're putting yourself out there as a coach that knows it all, mm. you're not being authentic and working with integrity. There's my Capricorn. Absolutely. The truth is we're, we're always, thinking. all of us are pointing <laughs> the other person back to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. We're just a couple steps ahead of the people who are attracted to us. Hell yeah. And I love that you said Capricorn at the end. And I don't love everything before people start getting it twisted. <laughs> but like, just imagine if that Sun-Jupiter fusion or the, the merge of those two planets of the psyche, those parts of the psyche, what they embody. Just imagine if that was in the style of Aries or in the style of Leo. Would it be so grounded or 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 even gemini Mm. would it believe in a higher meaning the meaning of life or would it just be have a mentality that's life is just whatever we contribute to it you know so it's different much different styles yeah wow yeah thinking about those two in aries or gemini totally different feel yeah Jupiter and Capricorn is something else too. Oh man, it's supposed to be falling, isn't it? You have that. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, in general, it's supposed to be like, here, here's your expansiveness and then let's put it in the Capricorn box and put a structure around it. Like you can't expand too much. It's like the policeman, isn't it? 
<laughs> yeah. It's yeah. it's not the most. It's not really gonna. It's, it's to, to take the straight and narrow, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That style, of Capricorn. But do wow. you think you can flip the script on it? Like always. You under I do too. You understand it, and it might be hard whenever you're a child or a teen or in your early twenties. Yeah. But once you understand the whole astrology language and the system, you can break the chains of it and just flip the script and be like, Absolutely. "This works for me." I love that. I love doing that as well. As long as yeah. there's mercury involved, you can do that. You always have ah, a choice. Yes. Ch- always have a choice to change up and flip the script. And Uranus, the higher octave of Mercury as well. Always. So absolutely. Because Jupiter trans my Mercury as well. So and Jupiter is a chameleon. Jupiter was a chameleon as well. It's got chameleon energy. So it can basically take on the guise on of so many different entities, different animals, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jupiter Sagittarius is the ultimate chameleon dealing with some serious chameleon energy right there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you feel about, seeing as we're tying in with religion and beliefs, what about this strict ethical moral code and the concept of drum roll? Sinning. Oh, the sins. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Good choice of expression. Hmm. Do you, you think? Go oh yeah. ahead. No, no, no. No, keep asking because that's broad. <laughs> you know, sometimes my yeah. so my Mercury is ruled by, or sorry, my yeah, Mercury is ruled by Jupiter. Yeah. And so when I start thinking of things, I just get a whole like the whole thing, like the whole thing yeah. pops up, and I'm like, where do I go with this? Mm. So ask me another question on that. Definitely. Do you, what you said you've got a Sun-Jupiter fusion as well, yeah? So the Jupiter being your, your guru, the part of you that's expansive and your Sun, your core sense of you, things that you do that make you feel centered. What I was going to say was um, Jupiter's also, Jupiter can, can do too much as well and it can have a sort of higher authority. Do you kind of, Look down on sinners, sinners, mm-hmm. do badness. No. no, and this is why. I mean, okay, I want to be completely honest. So yeah. I, I'm trying to make sure that I'm be- being completely honest because yeah. I do love transparency. The reason why I say no is because I grew up being a sinner. I, I couldn't do anything right mm-hmm. in the eyes of God. It was like fire and brimstone um, church. And, and it may not have had this effect on the other kids that went there. But for me, I was always being told what I was doing wrong. And so when I, when I matured out of that, I was a fucking rebel because of it. And then when I matured out of it, I was like, no, this is not right. This is backwards. I'm not the sinner that they're telling me I am. So no, when people sin, when people quote unquote sin, sin, I have compassion and I look at it for what it is. Like we're here to be human. And yeah, I do believe there is a part of me. I do believe there's a right order to things. And that could be like my Virgo coming in, Mm. but 
no. I, I don't, I don't demonize. Love that. We could do with much more of that in this life. Cool. How do you feel about planets? So the planets being the symbols of parts of the psyche, they do things, you know, the signs of the how, the houses of the where, the planets are the what is happening, what is taking place in the psyche, what experience is being gained or what sort of processes are taking place. How do you feel about the different symbols, which are the planets? I feel like, house? oh, in the ninth house, I feel yeah. like they're, um, I feel like they're channels for energy. Mm. And I don't think whoever made up this language, I don't think anyone left anything out. Like, I think it's a full spectrum. Everything you. is there. Yeah. Wholesome, right? Yes. So, yeah, when other planets are there, it's just a different expression of a channel of your psyche. Mm -hmm. Love that. I mean, even seeing the whole zodiac in itself is a bit of a ninth house construct in itself, isn't it? Just seeing yeah. it, seeing the whole cosmos just confined down into that circle with all yeah. the wiggly lines and numbers, what have you. Totally. Yeah, ninth house is totally astrology too. Yeah. It's interesting because let's say someone's about to be born that will constantly keep spinning that goes by the name of the natal chart and it's sort of like wheel of fortune and there's dice you roll the dice when's it gonna when's it gonna where's it gonna land and when okay so it lands at the time of birth at that said location the will stops and let's say that dice which the dice lands in the ninth house and that's a planet. So we've got that dice, which is Mars. Yeah, we've got the Mars dice. So the Mars dice lands in the ninth house at that person's time of birth. Um, what can we expect? Can we expect a crusader, some sort of warring angel or something? I, the Archangel Michael comes to mm. mind of the Bible as a good embodiment of that Mars in ninth house. And mm -hmm. then you've got Uranus, the rebel as well. Uh, Antichrist vibes, maybe the mm. devil, and then mm. you've got Saturn in the ninth house, the strict moral compass god of the Bible. So it can play out in so many ways. And this is not to say yeah. that anyone with Uranus in the ninth house is an Antichrist, because obviously, with higher education, these are usually the prodigies, these are the people that go to Harvard or go to Oxford at a younger age than anticipated hmm. you see what i mean so and then they've left university at the age of 40 15 or something like that so it can mm -hmm. play out in so many different ways but that's that's my recollection or my or my knowledge of these different symbols different planets landing in that particular house yeah what about you do you have any any sentiments on the different on the various planets in that ninth house, how they how they act or what they hit, what they're there to gather, or symbols of embodiment. Right. Um, no, not off the top of my head, but like mm. I, whenever you were saying that, I was like, how would how would Venus act in the ninth house? Mm. She 
she would love things that had to do with the ninth house, right? Yeah. Like that's just the, the most simple expression of that. Um, love travel. Like that would oh, be, yeah. that would be one. Um, yeah, it would be cool to explore all of the planets and all of the houses. I guess we, we could, we could just keep meeting and I've no problem with explore that. Explore them all. <laughs> no problem with that at all. No problem. And it's funny that you tied in because I, I, I'm not lying. That was another synchronized, synchronized moment as well, because I also thought Venus. And when you said Venus, I was like, oh, is she going to, is she going to do it? <laughs> Is she gonna do it? Is she gonna? Is she gonna do it? Is she gonna mention Eve and Lilith? Woo. Oh shit! Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That story that's is—it's right, deep. Yeah, it is deep. The living myth. Mm. It is, but then Neptune as well. You know, Neptune being in there is quite interesting as well because I could see someone with strong. Neptune in the ninth house when you blend when you merge that symbol that transcendence that archetype that symbol of yearning and bliss let's say if someone had that Neptune making a conversation with someone's moon or sun or Venus something that they need or get pleasure from this person's got to be careful not to be seduced by some pseudo wisdom or you know, a guru who just comes along and says, I can make in all these promises, you know, mm -hmm. and they get seduced, not literally, but seduced into falling for the scheme. And mm they're -hmm. not disappointed. Yeah, that critical thinking, the, the Gemini side. Yeah. Got to balance it out. Yeah. There's also a, a huge hang up, especially with Capricorn in ninth house with um, receiving, <laughs> receiving certificates, taking classes. Okay. Getting, you know, getting proof that I did it and that I'm smart or, or whatever. Mm. That's definitely been a hang up for me in my life. Tell me more because well, yeah, just, that's just it. Like for <laughs> astrology, for example, I'll tell you this, even college, I yeah. tried college. I dipped out because I was young and I was going through a lot. And then every, what happens with, with a son in ninth, at least for me, everyone said, oh, you should have finished college. Why mm. did you do that? And then I start feeling guilty. Well, gosh, I should have. I'm not, yeah. right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not as smart as I could be if I just had, you know, finished the four years or whatever. Or, um, Astrology. I, I'm not certified in astrology, but I've been studying it for 13 years. It so yeah. you, I, I know it doesn't matter. And, and really what it comes down to is what do you want? But mm. when, when you, when you go through this kind of immature struggle at first, it, it can feel very daunting. It's like, mm. well, I need, I need the certification. And then you realize, no, you're, you're perfect just the way you are, especially when you've done the work. Absolutely. You don't need someone above you saying, yes, good job. You did it. Here's your stamp. Yeah. <laughs>
pat on the back and mm-hmm. it's reject it's, it's it's a rejected construct anyway it's a rejected construct mm. i mean and this is this is another thing that ties into man this is what i mean it relates to everything you know if you i feel like we've got the best job in the world you know mm-hmm. ties into everything every and any single thing um what you said is so important because from the degree to the accreditation as well, because that's where the self-love comes in or your value or sense of self-worth. And once you, once you have that, you know, you don't need to keep going around saying, Oh, I went to um, Kepler college or London school of astrology. But me, I say I went London school of astrology. I'm, I'm really proud because of the people that I met, how it, basically sealed a lot of the holes in the knowledge um i never knew there was once upon a time where i felt this is so going to be so sagittarian to me to say this i felt like an ipod surrounded by walkman in the same <laughs> seriously seriously because no and no disrespect to my peers or those close but i couldn't find people to really express or relate to what I'm passionate about, these studies that I'm passionate about, mm-hmm. spirituality, just transcending the mundane, you know? Yes. And That's the benefit of these schools. Like, mm-hmm. I think you should be proud of yourself for going. Yeah. Because that's to... where you find your tribe. Yeah. Professor, Professor Xavier School of X-Men, mutants, right? Yeah. So good. Absolutely. And so, yeah, just taking classes, like, I, I think that as long as it's balanced, for someone like me where I've, I, it's like my life is my PhD where I'm just like, and I'm going to learn this because I want to. And I'm like creating my whole course. Love it. And it's so good. But then that Capricorn is like, did you do good enough? <laughs> mm. And that Virgo, right? <laughs> and the Virgo. Damn. Not easy. The earth that, signs. Uh-uh. No. Easy. Speaking of that, sometimes I do wish I had uh, a lot of Taurus yeah. to just stay on it and see see the journey through to see the value of a lot of things that I didn't complete, similar to you and your degree, you know. So I feel like maybe if we did a whole ninth house remix of what you just said, life is full of little degrees. Life is full of degrees in everything that we do. We don't all finish them. Mm-hmm. Some of them we do finish. And some of them we mm-hmm. do get that pat on the back or say, here's what you've done. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to you, how you feel about it. People have the accreditation. What do they do with it? Some people drop out of school or don't finish their degrees. They're highly established, doing well, you know, enjoying the fruits of doing it their own way, like Frank Sinatra. So. Yeah, it's so personal. Mm. And the minute you try to put it in a box and and make it the same for everyone is is that's just where it all falls apart. It doesn't make sense. Mm, absolutely. See. So, have you you been such a? You, you're definitely a ninth house native. You know, you you accept that award, right? Yes. So, so. Do you know what's funny? Can I tell you something funny about me? Go for it. Go for it here she goes <laughs> <laughs> okay every time i leave my house my family makes fun of me because yeah. 
I always have a backpack. Student. <laughs> Student vibes. I'm like, this is the school of life and I need a backpack. But I don't, like, I've never, like, consciously thought about it, but I was, I was thinking about Sagittarius in the ninth house day, and I'm like, I Ooh. fucking carry a backpack everywhere. And it has everything that I might need just in case I get stranded somewhere. Ooh. Or in case, like, if I, if I didn't have a family and I just wanted to go fly somewhere really quick, I would Ooh. probably be able to do that, too. But isn't that funny? Yeah. I just, backpack's I just, always ready. I just had a, I just had a little flashback in my head of Kanye West doing a rap video. He's, you know, the whole rap wearing their backpacks and everything. But yeah, hundred percent. I do it too. I do it too. Must be a yeah. Sag thing. Must be a Sag Ninth House thing. You know? Yeah. I just want to, it's like, I want to be, and it's not a lot of stuff. It's like, well, let me, let me just tell you what's in the bag. Vitamins. Virgo. <laughs> books. At least one or two. A journal. And then, you know, my wallet and like a phone charger. Oh, yeah, you're chapstick. Man. I'm ready to go. Yeah, you're definitely ninth house ish. Yeah. Why is better than carrying some crusty supermarket bag everywhere, isn't it? As well. <laughs> the bag lady? If, yeah, if there's any consolation. Oh my God. I need to get shisha stick too. CPD. But yeah. Would you give any other mottos or quotes that would tie into the ninth house as well? I don't have any quotes off the top of my head, but it, to me, it's like what it comes down to is mindset. Mm. Like, a bro like having a broad mindset. Yeah. As long as everything else is in place and in order, like you were saying about the Neptune, Neptune can really screw with you if you haven't grounded that in in some way. Um, but the mindset is everything in life. Everything? Everything. No? Oh, that's for another, that's for another one. I'm sure. Oh, that, come on. What are you gonna say? <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure the the Scorpios, the Cancers, the Pisceans, the fourth, eighth, and twelfth are gonna have something to say about that. Okay. Because the feeling I'll take it. Put us on a panel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we, we, iPhone. we could do this clubhouse thing right now hold on though let's dig into this for a second yeah because the feeling the what feeling. you think is what you become yeah yeah indisputable or maybe what I think is what I become that's fine a person a per, as a man as a man think if so shall he be you know any any gender you know so yeah yeah i was just saying not everything has to say it's the only thing you know but yeah i get you i get you that's just the virgo me being an asshole <laughs> <laughs> i understand completely so what about unsuccessfully navigating you've got successfully navigating and unsuccessfully how do you how do you how do you do it wrong the ninth house is there a wrong mm. i mean you're gonna learn you're gonna learn either way mm -hmm. but, um what also helps i know it's all about the mindset but what also helps what other things could help someone 
who's having trouble if they've got planets in the ninth house, for example, Pluto or Saturn, um, and they're having that transit that's coming up, that's like, oh, mm -hmm. Pluto, Pluto's on my moon in, in the ninth house, or um, how do you feel about that? Yeah, so let me think about this. How do you do it wrong? I feel like I feel like following someone else's lead is doing it wrong. Mm. So it's like the opposite of embodying it and accepting the fact that it's a it's you. Like Absolutely. if you're seeking for something outside of you, like God, even though it is outside of you, but it's also inside of you. But if you don't, if you're not aware of of your connection to that yeah. and your relationship to it, then you're cut off from the like the wholesome aspect the successful navigation of that time or love of that, that house love that i hope i didn't get you i hope i didn't get you to remix what you said before because um wait uh, you handled that no 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 you handled that well amazing handled that definitely well sometimes i don't know what i'm saying no you do you do <laughs> you do you definitely do and you said it you said it absolutely well so yeah, the ninth, the ninth house is, a, is, is, is an interesting one. Um, I feel, especially with education as well, because with it being a house that ties into higher education, to, you also get, you see me, my background, yeah, African background, so used to uncles, parents saying, study hard in school study hard in school so that you can get to university and Same. you need to go to university so that you can get a degree and get a job if you don't get a degree you do not get a job mm -hmm. another model of preconditioning mm -hmm. that you know had has had me and other people inquiring about it you know and like you said about not completing college you ended up all right mm-hmm and that's another scenario as well that's where we just inquire about these so-called principles or so-called fixed statements or fixed models of behavior you know yeah. but when we dogma the dogma too keyword buzzword there dogma because what is that? It's like worshiping the structure rather than the, the essence and the actual embodiment, right? Like we already yeah. touched on it. Yeah. Without, without objectivity, isn't it? You know, it's like worshiping the church rather than realizing it's in yourself. Would you say? Hell is that yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So ninth house. It's my favorite house. I can tell. I can tell. I've learned a lot, you know, and <laughs> yeah, you could, you could tell you're a native. Naturally, you just, just like, here, here it is, ninth house, you know, so thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Anytime. Yeah, you know, these talks, me and you talk anyway, you know, we, we've got so many lost like lost tapes 
lost, totally lost planets or lost episodes, whatever you want to call it, you know. So there will be more, and yeah. love that. Thanks so much. And where can people find you, Melissa, or get in touch for your readings or healing services online or? Wow. Yeah, so I I'm on Instagram underscore Melissa Lago. Nice. And that's where you can find me. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. And myself, you can catch me on Instagram, Man of the Houses, Facebook.com forward slash Man of the Houses as well. So yeah, it's been real. It's been real in the field, the ninth house field of all the ninth house fields. Love it. So now thanks for your time on that one, you know. So yeah, I, I appreciate you. Thank you. This yeah. was really fun.